Hello, and welcome to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, where we answer your real-world money questions in 15 minutes or less. I'm your host, Sean Piles, and joining me is my co-host, Diana Yoakum. So we recently got a question from Amber in Oakland, and Amber wonders, what is a side hustle and should I start one? Ah, the side hustle. <laughs> that was a very heavy side. <laughs> what a side hustle is depends on who's using the word so far as I've seen. One is the quote-unquote passion project side hustle where you work on a hobby like knitting clothes for cats <laughs> or beading jewelry or coding an app and hope to maybe make some dollars from it someday. The, on the cat sweaters, that's great. Yes. Uh, so that is the, the classic version of the side hustle. It's... Uh, as marketers say it, it's a way to free yourself from the shackles of a nine-to-five job. But the problem is, for many people, the reality isn't that glamorous. Work isn't a passion project or a way to get ahead you know, in your job. Uh, it happens to be the only way people can cover their basic living necessities and make ends meet. So that's why I call it the survival hustle, not the side hustle. Yeah, that. <laughs> it's so true. Um, because the grim reality is that these part-time jobs are basically 1099 contract gigs where some startup is making money off of your time and providing little in return so far as benefits like health care or a retirement account. Right. Well, on today's episode, we're going to dive into side and survival hustles, <laughs> the good and the bad. We've, we've cornered telephonically, one of our in-house nerd wallet experts, Laura McMullen, to talk about how to make the side hustle work for you and your financial life and how to figure out if it's even worth it. Hey, Laura. <laughs> hey, how are you guys? Hey, welcome. Thank you for Thank joining you. us today. Sure thing. So let's dive into it. When most people think about side hustles, the first thing that comes to mind, at least for me, is things in the sharing economy like Airbnb and Uber, but that's just scratching the surface on what kinds of side hustles there are. Can you talk with us about other ones that you've seen? Sure. So a lot of times it comes down to just selling something. It's either your stuff, like a good old-fashioned garage sale or flea market, or the virtual version of that, which would be selling stuff on eBay, Amazon, or even a specialized, say, Instagram account with vintage clothing. You can also sell your talent, like, you know, if you've got a knack for yoga and you've got the certification, you could do that on the side, teaching it rather. And you can also sell your time, and a lot of times that involves completing tedious tasks, tasks for a little bit of money, and hopefully it will add up <laughs> that, a very little bit delightful. of money. <laughs> right? So yeah. one of those examples you might have heard of before is uh, Mechanical Turk, that's a, a service through Amazon where... Basically, people, they call them requesters, can request other online folks to complete mundane tasks for them that you, that can't be automated. So this might be like transcribing audio recordings or naming items in a picture. Pretty boring stuff for which you get like a couple cents or if you're lucky, a couple dollars. It's really hit or miss. Some people love it, but honestly, in the reporting that I've done on it, it sounds kind of unbearable. <laughs> Sounds really it's, boring. It's unbearable yeah. and it's hard to make much money off of it, I think. Though you will occasionally have those success stories of people who bring in a lot of money from it. Right. Mm -hmm. And those are the ones that get a lot of publicity. This for yeah. soul, soul, I sold my soul for, uh, you know, <laughs> pennies on the bottom. But, but okay, I heard that you um, you're, have actually started taking surveys online just to, like, doing <sighs> yes. this kind of work just to see what it's like. Please tell me all about it um because oh, I, i'm not I, i'm not i'm not <laughs> quitting my day job yet i'm i assume but no 
spoiler, it's terrible. <laughs> my, uh, yeah, a couple fellow nerds and I decided to get in there, get our hands dirty, and actually jump right into these survey sites. There are so, so many survey sites out online where you can, it's exactly what you think it is. You just take surveys online and earn like a couple points or a couple dollars. So... Um, can you give us an example of things that you have been answering questions about? I have no idea what this oh, whole survey world is like, but I can't imagine. Uh, okay, so for example, pretty much every survey site is more like an aggregator for other survey sites. So you have to take qualifying surveys where you repeatedly give your like basics, your age, income, gender, that kind of stuff. And then once, if you qualify for the bigger survey, which theoretically should make you some money, mm-hmm. is uh, you, you answer all sorts of random stuff. So for example, I ta- I answered questions about how I feel about Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Um, another one where I watched commercials <laughs> that were in play and how they made me feel. And then I answered an entire survey about <laughs> what meat I've purchased okay. in the last year. So like, I said, yeah. So it's like, how much pork? Did I buy in the month of May? That kind of thing. And did you? Did you? Did you? Did you? I guess they the don't. Pork they don't really disclose like what exactly you're using this survey for. Or in, every once in a while, you'll see that something is, uh, you know, brought to you by like the Nielsen Company or yeah. something like that. But other than that, it's really vague. Maybe, maybe when you, you answered them. the question, yes or no, do you like bacon? That puts you in a whole other pool of potential survey. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Well, it's funny. So I'm not the only one taking all these surveys at NerdWallet. A few other nerds and I are doing it. And we are all, you know, pretty similar demographically. And we have been getting rejected for so many surveys. Really? I don't know if we're too basic or what. But we enter our information <laughs> and are just, like, immediately disqualified from a lot of surveys, which is really frustrating. Oh. All right. So, mm-hmm. so okay. The, how how much do you make doing this? I mean, is is it worth it? Well, so you know, I was really wishing that I would jump into these survey websites and found one where I was like, oh, this is actually interesting. And look at me, how the time has passed and I've made $100. That has not been the case. A lot of these survey sites use like a point system. So you, you do a survey and you get like 2,000 points, which sounds like something. And then you realize it's like you need like 100,000 points to get like an Amazon gift card for 10 bucks. You know, and that's an extreme example, but it is, Mm. it is, they make it pretty cloudy and hard to tell what you're actually making. And there are survey sites where it's not as ambiguous, where you might earn like 50 cents for a survey. Um, But that survey might take 20 minutes. You know, it's, from my experience in the last week of taking these survey sites pretty much all day, I cannot imagine it making people much money. I, I maybe maybe there are exceptions out there, but it seems like a pretty painful way <laughs> to uh, to make money. I think I'd rather get a side hustle like as a server or you know somewhere not in front of my computer screen, to be honest. So okay, fun or not, um, uh, some of these side hustles that are being advertised uh, aren't always above board. Uh, what can go wrong? How do how do you spot if it's a uh, if it's actually a scam or really like just a time waster that's you're going to earn five cents an hour doing. 
there are a lot of scams out there. And you know, the best indicator of a scam is your gut. If it doesn't feel right, it's just skip it. It's not worth it. Um, specifically, if a company is asking for your bank account information upfront, for example, don't give that away. Just leave. Just don't check it out. Um, another right. thing is if a job listing for, uh, is maybe offering you like exclusive access to government jobs. No, that doesn't exist. You can see all gov federal government jobs online in the government websites. Um, so, so that's the kind of stuff that could lead to a straight up scam and then someone probably taking your information or taking your money. But like Diana, you said there are also jobs that aren't necessarily scams, but that are just not a good use of your time. And I would say yeah. maybe the survey sites would be an example of that, where you really, maybe you try it out for a week like I did, and um, just to see if it works for you. Maybe you come up with some system where you're like, uh, survey answering machine and it works for you but i would say after that week or whatever whatever time you dedicate to it really look at like okay how much time did i spend on this how much did i make and what does that mm -hmm. convert to in terms of a, an hourly wage and a lot of i suspect it would mm -hmm. be like three bucks an hour you know it, it's it's not much so that's, that's it. you don't great, want to undersell really yourself concrete. sorry yeah that's that's a great really concrete way to figure out what's worth it or not. I yeah, like that tip. Thanks. It's not hard to do. I mean, it's just math. And you know, if it turns out you spend a week on this and you, you didn't make much money, you know, that's fine. I, it, it's now you know, but um, I would you, just- You've helped the pork industry. That's what you've done. <laughs> yeah. But that also means one year, for <laughs> yeah. example, if you try out Mechanical Turk, that's the Amazon website, remember, or a survey site, something like this, or there are other websites that are similar where maybe you, um, usertesting.com, where you, you test a website and you record how it's working or not working. Those kinds of websites really track your time while you're doing it. Track, it, you know, it might seem like you spent just an hour doing something and then I've been there, then it's like seven o'clock, dinner's ready, I'm still answering questions about pork. Like, okay, maybe the four hours I spent <laughs> on the surveys today wasn't worth the $5 I got, you know? Stuff like that, I would track it and make right. sure you're getting what you're worth and don't undersell yourself. Thanks, Laura. Let's get to those takeaway tips. First off, evaluate if a side hustle is really worth it and you can do that in two questions. First, is it fun? Do you enjoy the work? Is it fulfilling in some way? Or two, is it financially worth your time? Calculate your worth so you know you can skip side hustles that are a waste of your time and don't give you that much money. Right. Another takeaway tip is to do your research. There are scams out there, so check out the company's reputation. Find out how it makes money and look for, for reviews that real people have posted who have done the same work. See if there have been any complaints. Another takeaway tip is beware of scams. Do your research. There are a lot of companies out there who are not really operating above board. So you want to check the company's reputation, find out how it makes money, and, and look for reviews or complaints from real people who have done the same work. Yeah, and keep in mind those red flags that Laura mentioned earlier, things like unrealistic promises, requests for your bank account information, things that you wouldn't give to someone who might be a Nigerian prince emailing you. Just go with but your gut instinct. He was royalty, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I still didn't get that money. <laughs> Lastly, if it is money that you're after, see if there's another way you can get that without taking on a new job. Maybe try asking for a raise. It's worth a shot. Right. And that's it for today. You can get more on this at nerdwallet.com slash podcast. Do you have a money question of your own? 
You can text us or call us at 901-730-6373. That's 901-730-NERD. Or you can email us at podcast at nerdwallet.com. And finally, a brief disclaimer courtesy of the NerdWallet legal team. Your questions are answered by knowledgeable and talented finance writers, but we are not financial or investment advisors. This, this nerdy info is provided for general educational and entertainment purposes. And with that said, keep it nerdy. <laughs>